Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Joe Biden's latest attempt at a coup. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, it seems like we've been talking about the WHO for, what, over a year now and, and their attempt and Biden's attempt to relinquish our sovereignty to the WHO, which would be horrific. It is. You know, after a decade of covering up Ethiopia's cholera crisis, the country's public health minister was forced to step down and admit he publicly lied about the government's role in killing more than 700 peaceful harvest festival attendees. So what does that have to do with the WHO? Mm. Well, three months after he stepped down, Tedros arose from this shame and became the director general of the United Nations World Health Organization, or the WHO, where he has repeatedly lied about the origins and impact of the COVID crisis. Now Joe Biden wants to put this serial liar, who's not even a medical doctor, in charge of U.S. health, climate, abortion, LGBTQ, and even border policies, including imports and exports, and much, much more. Not to mention he's a Marxist. He's a Marxist. You know, when he was, uh, for example, uh, in Ethiopia, uh, he actually oversaw this cholera crisis. Mm -hmm. And cholera can be cured by some very well-known kinds of medical protocol. Uh, and they still had a cholera crisis, and he lied about it to the American and to the world people. He lied about it, frankly, to the world about what was going on. So he was actually the country's public health minister uh, during this cholera crisis in Ethiopia, which he was not able to remedy. He then also was part of this Marxist organization called the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF. It is a designated terror group by the United States State Department, and he was a member of that terrorist organization. He rose from power in Ethiopia because of his membership in this terror-designated group. In 1991, this uh, terror group ruled Ethiopia for the better part of three decades with a bloody and iron fist. Despite not being a medical doctor, Tedros led the Tigray Regional Health Bureau before becoming Ethiopia's health minister in 2005 to 2012. Tedros was near the top of the list to become the African nation's prime minister in 2012. Instead, he was appointed foreign minister and given a seat on the TPLF's nine-member executive committee that governs Ethiopia. As the public health minister, Tedros claimed to have eradicated cholera, a highly treatable bacterial infection of the intestines in Ethiopia. However, it was later found that the disease had not been wiped out at all. In fact, cholera wreaked havoc on Ethiopia's population, killing thousands during the outbreaks in 2006, 2008, 2011, among others, all of which occurred during Ted Ross's oversight. So this is not the kind of person we want overseeing 
and deciding what is a health crisis in no, America. No, and <laughs> he has been engaged in using force. In 2016, Ted Ross's party caused controversy when armed soldiers stormed the stage of an opposing tribe's harvest festival, firing tear gas and machine guns at the festival goers. At least 700 people were killed. However, the foreign minister at the time, Ted Ross, declared that there was no shooting and that his party's police were unarmed despite videos and pictures that have then surfaced after that event showing the civilians riddled with bullets from his Marxist party. So the people of Ethiopia revolted after the festival massacre, forcing Tedros and his cronies from power. Mm. And, of course, what happened after that? I, the story is amazing because this man who lied about cholera, who was able to do some simple kinds of medical treatment to address cholera, who then had his party go in and slaughter people at a concert and then lie about it. And the videos came out and showed that these people were just mowed down. 700 people were killed in this concert because they were from an opposing tribe, a political tribe that he opposed and his party opposed. Then the people revolt against him. And you would think that the career of Tedros is over. He's pushed out of power. So how did he become the most powerful person in the WHO? It's because people like Bill Gates mm -hmm. supported Tedros. Why? Because he would be easily used and manipulated. He's a good puppet. He's a good puppet. He has a worldview that they share. Mm -hmm. He's Marxist, communist, and he knows how, and he has no regrets to use force to force people to follow his dictates. And so with Gates being so influential in the WHO and others that were supporting him, he rose to become the director general of the WHO. I mean, granted, Gates doesn't know anything about healthcare either. He's just made a lot of money off software. So to have him dealing with all these COVID shots and everything is also ridiculous. So it, it just goes to show who he wants to put in power. It doesn't have anything to do with healthcare. No, it doesn't have anything to do with healthcare. So Joe Biden wants to sign America on to this WHO, the amendments to the international health regulations. And he also wants to sign America on to a brand new pandemic treaty. So let's talk about the health regulations. How can he do that without Senate confirmation? Well, he is following the path of his predecessors, George W. Bush. George W. Bush signed us on to revised international health regulations in 2005 during his second term. He got elected into office for a second term. His second term was focused, his main focus on that was international health care. So he wanted to really empower even more greatly the WHO. The WHO came into existence by a treaty that the United States signed in 1948. 1948, we already signed onto a treaty that was ratified under the constitutional process by the United States Senate. So we already have a treaty with the WHO. So when we have amendments to existing documents, President George W. Bush took the position that he can sign America on because he's not entering into a treaty, he's just amending something. And so what was already there 
was the treaty and also the kernel, the basic system of the international health regulations. They were minor, but they were there. In 2005, he signed America onto a significantly revised series of international health regulations, and he did it unilaterally. My question is, so why do we even need that? We don't need another country, you know, saying what we do with our health care. Well, you can see why Biden wants that. Yeah. <laughs> because Biden has not been able to fare very well in our court system. He's tried the mandates. He's tried the lockdowns. He's been rebuffed in the courts time and time again. He's lost his mandates in the military on private employers, on public employers, mm -hmm. He's lost in the courts regarding the restrictions, so he keeps losing in the courts. It's this pesky constitution that <laughs> I think he's not so happy with. Or those who are running his little show. Yeah, <laughs> he, he has this little pesky constitution that he has to keep running into, and it's not favorable to his tyrannous uh, actions. And so right. what better way to get his will done, not just in America but on a global scale, by advancing this to a single organization headquartered in Geneva. And then if you have a problem with lockdowns, trade, climate, abortion access, LGBTQ, puberty blockers, uh, vaccine passports, if you have a problem with any of that, then you've got to run to a world court, not to the United States courts because they would not have jurisdiction. So what he wants to do is sign unilaterally America on to a boatload of amendments to mm -hmm. the already existing international health regulations, which changed the WHO from an advisory organization to a mandatory organization. So when it says that there will be lockdowns or that you can't have ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or you have to produce medical items for export to other countries or et cetera, et cetera, then it's not just an advisory opinion anymore. You have to do it. And if you don't do it, there are consequences. And so we encourage you, we urge you now, especially with the new Speaker of the House, go to lc.org forward slash WHO, forward slash WHO to learn more about this issue. And then sign the petition and send faxes to members of Congress to wake them up. That's the only chance we have to stop Biden's attempted coup. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.